Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. It is hump day. It is officially Wednesday, and I almost did not even know what day it was. Um, My days are seeming to kind of fall into each other, and it's not a bad thing. It's just um, it's a sign that my day in my life is now becoming accustomed to the current um, climate that we are in. And I have chosen to take everything that that means and use it to my best and the betterment of uh, myself to keep me from being in this place of uh, maybe sadness or just feeling like, you know, out of sorts in a way. I think that it's very important to adapt and it's also very important to embrace the things um, that we are are confronting in any area of our life. And I'm not saying that these things are easy. I'm not saying that these things are not without their own sense of tension. However, it is our responsibility on a personal level to choose how we approach um, whatever situations we are dealing with and knowing that everything that you put out energetically is what you are going to see come back even if the situation that's coming back is or the situation you're facing is a good situation or not so bad situation for instance if you're already in this mind frame of I'm just in a very bad space I am struggling I'm scared I don't know what's going to happen I am uncertain then every thing any potential issue any potential circumstance that comes up after you have accepted that that is what you feel and that is what you see your life as currently every circumstance that comes after that is going to be met with that same perspective no matter if the situation at hand is not as intense or not you're still going to feel that you are in a place of uncertainty and that you are scared and that you don't know what's going to come next and it's going to put you in a space of panic. And although I know it is very, very easy for someone to say, oh, it's going to be better. God is in control. Everything is going to work itself out. I know that that's a lot of times easier said than done, but the truth of the matter is it is easier than to tap into that energy of, of, um, of destitute. It's like, I can't control what's happening, nor can I control things outside of my reach. However, what I can control is how I choose to see something, how I choose to allow it to affect me or how I tune into it in its entirely. And so I have made it a point um, in a personal sense. People ask me and have been asking me, how is it that I'm coping with uh, everything that's happening right now? And I can tell you that even though I'm not in the midst of the chaos in outside of my home, um, there's a lot of internal chaos at times because your mind is a constant moving muscle. It is constantly going. It is never rest, rested when you're in a state of uncertainty. And so for me, it just, it does a lot of, it benefits me a lot to just be still in that emotion. 
And I was having a conversation today with uh, my, my life partner and I was speaking to him and telling him that, look, you know, he's like, you are a more emotional person. You're more in tune with that emotion. You thrive in the depth of that type of, of feelings. And I, on the other hand, I don't. I have to prepare myself mentally to be in a space of emotional depth that you're in. And sometimes I don't respond because I'm, I'm not in that space to respond. And I know that my response has to be, um, <laughs> has to be in a certain way um, so that it does not cause you to be offended or take it as if I don't care. And so that was a uh, eye opener. Not that I didn't know that this that he's not that person. He's an air sign. So as you guys know, I've learned to grow and to learn to embrace and accept and appreciate the qualities that air signs um, uh, hold because an air sign is more so of very aloof, very detached in an emotional sense, but it doesn't mean that they don't feel. They just think their feelings. Whereas a person such as myself, who is a Cancerian, is someone who feels her feelings. I feel what I am thinking. It becomes my reality. I can feel it as if it's chills on my body when I am serious about something or when something has affected me. And so I don't go into my head. I go into my heart. And so that is the difference when you're dealing with people. And so it's not trying to change that person, but also trying to create a structure that makes sense where you both can feel that you are receiving what you need from each other, but also that you're getting, um, you're giving what that other person needs in a way that may not be your norm, but it is consistent. So that person can feel safe in that current um, element. So it's the same with you when you are in your home and you're in this space where you feel like you may be isolated. You feel like you may be alone. You may have yourself thinking that um, no one cares. No one understands. No one accepts. No one's here for me. No one's thinking about me. No one's reaching out to me. And you get stuck in this pattern of self-inflicted toxicity because it is the only way that you know how to characterize or categorize what it is that you're feeling. And so it's very important that we take this time. We don't know how long we're going to be in this space. We don't know um, what all is going to happen and why we're in the midst of this space. But what we do know for sure is that we are here. And there's so many blessings coming from this. People are safer in their homes, um, even though there are, again, I'm not speaking about any sort of uh, issues where people are in their homes, um, in, in toxic situations. I'm not, we're not speaking about that. I want to keep the energy high. I want to keep you guys in a perspective. If you do know someone who is going through any type of traumatic experience within their home, whether it be children, whether it be, um, an adult, please do your part in assisting them navigate through those depths. If it's having them come to your home, if it's calling the police, if you need to, if it is 
putting something in place so that person can be safe, do so. But do not sit in a place where you are allowing something to happen and you just want to discuss the toxicity that could potentially be going on in someone's home and you do nothing. So that's what I want to say. I got to say that because I do know that people um, have different living situations and different living situations. Um, you, you can't put a label on it. It's just people's living situations are not all cohesive. So we understand that. But knowing that do what it is you can, what you can't don't speak on unless there is a solution to the problem that you've recognized. Okay. Now, um, back to what I'm stating when it comes to our home lives, everyone is in a different place. Everyone is dealing with different things, of course, and everyone has different obstacles that we're facing, but we are in control of how we see things. We are in control of how we approach things and how we adapt to the current circumstances. And one thing that I felt was very necessary, um, was for people, people, I've, I've felt this energy of people stating, I'm not happy. They're not happy. Um, this, this is making them feel sad or what is all of the things. And I don't think people understand that words hold so much power because the frequency of the word is what creates the energy, right? And so people attach happiness with doing something, with things, with a state of being as far as action things that they have bought, things that they can eat, things that they can touch, a place a temporary of temporary bliss. That is what people identify as a place of being happy. But the true foundation of happiness, it also means that you are allowing yourself the duality to be unhappy. And being unhappy does not mean that you are sad, depressed, or in a state of downward spiral. In order to be happy, it also means to be content, right? And it also means that you're understanding that you're not going to always be content. And you are okay if you choose to, or not if you choose, you're okay if you're in a place where you are unhappy about that. That doesn't take away and make things look worse. It doesn't make it a, a worse reality. The truth of the matter is, is happiness and unhappiness are hand in hand. It's a two-sided coin. You cannot have one without the other. You, It's like up and down. You cannot have ups and no downs because everything that's up eventually comes down. You can put it in simple terms. Hold your hands up. Hold your hands up for as long as you possibly can. Eventually, your hands are going to have to come down because they're going to get tired, because the muscles are going to get tired, because you're going to get tired of holding them up. Right? So eventually, everything that goes up must come down. Happiness, on the other side of happiness, there has to be a place where you're unhappy. North and south, east and west, it all coincides together. You cannot have one without the other. So if you have never felt sad, if you've never felt like <sighs> something has just depleted your energy, depleted your soul, made you feel like you just are in a place of uncertainty, then you would never know how to appreciate what happiness really is. You don't really know what happiness is. You can't appreciate sunshine if you've never seen a cloudy day. If every single day of your life has been beautiful weather, sunny, 
incredible breezes, just beautiful birds chirping, then you don't understand the effects of a thunderstorm. You don't understand the beauty of seeing a rainbow because you've never ever seen anything other than bliss, right? So it's, it's very, it's very, it's something that I feel is very necessary that when we get in this state of where we are having to change what we are accustomed to and our routines begin to shift, we immediately go into this place of feeling like, oh my God, I'm losing something. But it's how you look at it. It's, it's the way that you need to see things that's going to help you navigate through the tides because you don't know when these tides are going to stop. But while you're in the midst of them and while you are trying to navigate them, you have to be aware that there is a lesson. There is a gift in the midst of the tides. And if you're so concerned with what is coming after the tides stop raging, then you'll miss the whole purpose of it overall. It's like when people are in this state of unhappiness, there is a thing that I, I, I do call toxic, toxic positivity, right? There is this illusion that if I am happy and I am spiritual, then I can't have a moment of sadness. I can't have a moment where I am uncertain. I can't be in a place where I just am emotionally, you know, just all over the place. It's not natural. It's not comfortable. It's not, it's not real because that means I'm not happy, but that you could be a very happy person and still have moments of sadness. It, it's normal. So being in this state that we are currently in, it is absolutely okay to feel like I'm alone right now. I'm lonely right now. This scares me. This frightens me. This makes me uncertain. This makes me uncomfortable. This makes me feel like no one cares about me. It is perfectly okay to feel that way. That is a natural emotion. What are emotions? Emotions are energy in motion. You cannot hide or destroy energy. It is what it is. And the suppression of one element of energy is only going to manifest itself in another form, which is how people become excessive when it comes to how they are uh, expressing their moments of loneliness. They become extreme in how they adapt or how they don't adapt. They're either completely all over the place or they're completely isolated. They don't know a balance because they haven't mastered within self how to embrace the duality of that or the duality of the need for that balance. So that's one thing I want to bring um, to your understanding is that during these times, it is very, very common to lose your way. It is okay. You're creating a new normal. You're creating a new structure. And that is something that you absolutely should do. In the midst of this, it's also trying to build that bridge of happiness. We are on a rebuilding phase. And as I speak a lot about astrology, I'm speaking a lot about the practicality of life. I'm trying to give you a little bit of information when it comes to spirituality. It's very important to understand the most important aspect is you. And depending on where you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, that is what is 
contingent upon the results that you see from the effort that you put in. It's not about being a total positive person or a person who is completely okay with the circumstances or a person who is operating out of a fearless type of space. No, it's about accepting that one day I may wake up and I may be completely sad and emotional because I'm alone. And then another day I may wake up and feel so energized and just feel like I could, I could do whatever it is I need to do and get it done and I'm okay. I've created this routine, it feels safe, it feels good. That's a norm. And it's okay. And that's what's going to create this experience for you and make it so lucrative when it comes to the lessons and jewels that you gain because you are in a space where you are completely open and accepting to what it is in reality, not what you created illusionally in your mind. Right? Um, one of the things that I am going to start back, I know that in December, I spoke a lot about um, December. We had four weeks of lessons and that had that eventually turned into a program. Um, but every week there is a thing. And I have I have had this. These things, I have a, an obsession with lists. I love to make lists of things that helps me release. It's a form of therapy, I guess. It's a form of um, release in a way that is so powerful because when you write something down, it makes it more real. It makes it more um, true. Even though it's true without it being written, it's something about that accountability that you feel when you've written it down. And for me, when I'm going through something or when I'm feeling a certain way, it is very difficult for me to write it out, which is how I learned to just verbalize it because writing things out for me, it, it makes things a lot more emotional, but there's sometimes that I just can't write it. I just, it, the words are in my head, they're ready to come out, but it's easier to speak them than it is to write. So whatever it is that you need to do that you can do that is going to help you to release this, I would suggest you doing this. Now, I know a lot of people like to get up early in the morning and they like to do their um, their, their coffee, their drink, uh, they look at the sun, they do all these things, you know, they have their little routine for the morning time. Me, I'm not so much a morning person. I'm more of a mor morning person now that I am at home, like, but I'm not a morning, like I don't wake up, um, before dawn and have, you know, some days I do, but for the most part, I just, you know, I'm not like that. So, you create a routine, especially with us working from home and doing things like that from home, create a routine that's going to get you and keep you in that space. And for me, working from home is really giving me a lot of relaxation because I'm still in my element. I'm in my calm. I'm in my Zen. I'm in my space. So I'm not affected by the out or external, even if it's an email where I want to be like, per my last email, um, I still um, in my comfort, I'm in my Zen. So I'm more relaxed. I'm more upbeat. I feel like myself in this element because it's my space that I've created. So what you can do to assist you with this time is create a routine for you that helps you with the navigation of 
these moments, right? You get up in the morning, create a routine, a routine that gives you time to yourself prior to you having to log in. Whether that be doing your prayers, doing your workouts, listening to whatever music you want, play your music throughout the day if you can, just whatever it is that you can add to your space to make it a space where you feel more encouraged to remain in that space and you're empowered and you're not drained and you don't feel overwhelmed by the current state that you are in, right? It's about being in a space where you actually enjoy being in this space. Create a list of things that make you truly happy. What is it that makes you feel complete in the current state that you are in in the current place that we are in where everything on the outside world is basically shut down everything is still everything is just you know whatever you're in this space where you are having to sit in everything you've already cultivated. And what does that feel like? What is your home's scent? What is your home's aura? What does your bed feel like when you lay down? What is your routine on a day-to-day basis? What are some things that you enjoy to do day-to-day? What are some things that make you smile or giggle? Like for me, I watch a certain show as you guys know, I love Shit's Creek. Love it. Absolutely love Shit's Creek. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. But I also have, uh, now I'm watching Netflix and I've been watching Scandal for the last week. That's my mood for the last two weeks, actually. I've rewatched these episodes so many times. Not because I haven't seen them, but because I just, it. I enjoy. That's the mood that I'm in right now. I'm in that. Yesterday, I, li- I watched... Um, the Chris Brown documentary. And then the day before that, I was listening to Beyonce's um, homecoming documentary. It was just whatever mood you feel yourself in, do something that complements that to make it better, to make you stay in that mood. I know that in the morning time, I like to do certain things earlier than not. So in the morning time, yes, I'll put on whatever show I want to watch. I'll listen to my music. I will drink my coffee. I'll do some notes, write, do some updates of astrology. And then I go into my work. But that is what helps me to create a new aura, a new balance. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel um, stagnant. I really feel empowered and encouraged and I'm a beat and I'm excited about what I am doing and how I'm going about my day, even though I'm in my home most of the time. So it's about creating your own personal, um, bridge to peace, your own bridge to happiness, your own bridge to your own solitude and understanding that being happy is not a feeling. It is a relationship that you have with self and life. It is an aura. It's it's not negating one part of yourself to um, attach to another. It's embracing the duality of that. You're a human being. Happiness is not being in a state of anything. It is it is just what it is. It's how you are relating to your life, how you see your life, how you're experiencing life as a whole. 
That is what it is. And it has to be rooted in an unconditional love for self. Happy should not be attached to a thing. It should not be attached to um, something you can buy, something you can do. Happiness should be who you are. No matter what those leaves look like, the roots of you should be what makes you happy. The core of you is what should make you happy or what should give you joy. Not if my leaves bloom and they have a texture of a feather. No, like, no, because what happens if the seasons change and you don't have any leaves at all? Now you're not happy? No, it's redirecting how you see things, reforming how you view things in a way that stems it more in an unconditional type of way opposed to a conditional based love for self. When you are able to embrace gratitude in the midst of everything that you're going through and everything that we're already dealing with, and you're able to sit with those emotions without denying yourself love. Yes, I didn't stick to my diet today. Does that mean I don't love myself? Does it mean I don't care about my health because I chose to eat pizza today instead of a salad or some avocado? No. It's a it's about having the ability to love yourself despite the circumstances, despite the current elements you may be in. Having a certain type of love that is so unconditional that it doesn't matter what it looks like, doesn't matter where it is, doesn't matter how it comes up, it still exists. Period. And this is what this time is showing us. It's this is how I love anyway. I love without conditions. I do have boundaries, but I do love without conditions. If I love you, it's because I love the soul of you. It's not because I love the physicality or I love what you do for me or I love how you appear to me. No, I love your soul. I've attached to your soul and that is what I'm connected to. And that is what my love is fueled from. So therefore, it's nothing that your leaves can do that can change the fact that I unconditionally love you. Now, your leaves can cause me to choose to move you out of my life in certain parts, certain access to me. I, that That is definitely where boundaries come in. But the love for life, my thirst for life, my thirst and appreciation of gratitude for who I am today and where I am today is why I am able to remain in a space of happiness internally. Does that mean that I'm always at you know, in, in a beautiful mood. No, doesn't mean that everything is always great and wonderful and peaches and nectarines. No, but it does mean that no matter what, I am internally a happy person because of who I am and what I know I am inside. So it's creating your perspective of happiness, your identity of happiness, being able to accept the truth of self without limitations, without choosing to love certain parts of that, that matters. Being willing to accept all aspects of yourself, being willing to accept the parts of yourself that you may have not previously chosen, but that's just who you are. It's a part of who you are now. So now you're having to adapt in ways that you never thought you would. Now you're having to see things and you view the world in a different way than you thought you ever would. But that is because you're in a space of evolution. And as you transition and as you grow, parts of yourself are going to expand 
parts of yourself are going to decrease as well. But it doesn't mean that you should love the core of you any different. It doesn't mean that you as a whole shouldn't make yourself happy. Happiness is your job. Happiness lies in your hands. No one else's. No one can make you happy. They can contribute to your happiness, but they are not the sole reason you should be happy, no matter what it is. It has nothing to do with if someone likes you, if someone respects you, if someone cares for you, if someone's reaching out to you, if someone is your friend or not. It do, None of that matters because that should not change how you view yourself. That should not change the love and appreciation that you have for yourself. And if it does, then there's more work that needs to be done on you, within you, that has nothing to do with anyone else. It's not about being what you're pretending to be. It's not this fake happiness and this fake joy everybody wants to pretend that they are when they smile for the selfie and then the camera stops and then they go back to their regular face. No. You can't buy it. You can't drink it. You can't sex it. You can't smoke it. No. It's not a book you can read. It's not a lipstick. No. It's not an act you can pretend to do. No. It's not something that can be brainwashed into you believing. It is just what you are. And how do you identify the true happiness? Well, you identify true happiness by the way that you love yourself, the way that you're patient with yourself, the way that you accept yourself in times where you don't know what else to do. In times when it's most difficult, you're still able to love and embrace and have peace with yourself in a way that you've never done before. And that is what this opportunity is giving us. It's given us an opportunity to love in a way that frees us up from expectations. It frees us up from anyone's opinions of what that is and what that should be and what we should do and what we can't do. Creating a bridge to happiness starts with accepting the aspects of you. And when you do that, there's nothing anyone can do or say that can change the duration of what that is. So utilize this time. Start by taking some time out and make a little list. Add to some things that make you happy, some things that perk your mood up. What makes you, what gives you joy when you first wake up in the morning? What are you grateful for as soon as you wake up in the morning? What is it that you know cannot be purchased? I can't go to the store and buy it, but it makes me happy. It could be a memory. It can be a photograph. It can be a song. It can be a movie. It can be a show. It can be just the way that you walk when you first wake up. It can be certain stretches. It could be whatever. I have become so addicted to stretching before I go to sleep. And I love to pop my back because I carry tension in my back. So before I go to bed, I have to take a hot bath. I get out the hot bath, I lotion myself completely, head to toe, put body oil on, head to toe, and I like to stretch. I sit beside my bed, I do Indian style stretches, I do a few yoga poses, I do back twists to pop my back, and when I hear my back crack, in a safe way, because I know you have to be very careful with your spine, but when I hear, it's like, 
It's such a release. It's like, uh, I love that so much. It gives me this sense of relaxation and now I can go to sleep and sleep in peace. I always say thank you God for everything. I do my prayers and I go to bed and I feel amazing. Why do I feel amazing? Because I love that part of my night cap, my nightly routine. That is a big part of it. So finding things, some something as small as that gives me hope. It makes me wake up in a good mood. Do that. Practice that. Do whatever it is that you need to do or that you can do to create a sense of inner happiness that you find in moments where there's a lot going on and a lot of uncertainty around. Okay? So this has been your daily dose of energy, guys. I hope that this has given you a little bit of perspective and helped you as you are continually navigating through these waters that we all are in the midst of. Remember to take a deep breath, drink something, be very optimistic, but be realistic with where you are, what you are feeling and what you are dealing with in your life. It's not about ignoring the reality of it. It's not about pretending the truth of it doesn't exist. It is just about being who you are, where you are in your totality freely and loving yourself despite what that looks like to others and sometimes what it feels like to yourself. Okay? So I love your freaking souls. Until tomorrow's daily dose of energy. Bye.